Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. What has been happening this week for you? This has been, I don't know, quite a chill week slash trying, still trying to get back into things even though it is the 19th of January today. I'm recording this on Friday and you guys will be hearing this in a couple days. But yeah, it's taken, I've got so much to do, but it's taken quite some time to get back into things properly. We also kind of, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet, but we have like an issue with our flat. The walls are getting like redone. So there's two rooms that need basically insulation put on the walls. So right now there's a wall that, so the skin comes off basically and then you do all this stuff and then you put the insulation on and then you know, you do loads of stuff. I don't really know what's happening, but I've been quite distracted with that because there's just been uh, people in and out of the house all the time and trying to get things done and helping out and stuff like that. So it's been quite hard to just get, like, work done at a constant level because of that, like, constant everyday type of thing. But it's really good. We're really lucky to be able to have that fixed, so I'm super grateful for that, but it is definitely taking a lot of time out of kind of my day in a couple ways but overall I'm grateful that it's happening because we have such good landlords and we're really really grateful for that but anyway but apart from that things are really ramping up again with my PhD I'm starting a new study so I'm trying to get the ethics out for that and getting everything sorted figuring out how it's going to work and this is probably going to be my biggest study in my PhD so it's kind of a big deal it's very initial stages just now and I'm really trying to figure out all the logistics so and I want to get going with it because you know we are what October November December three months into year two and I really want to push on and try and get this study I mean this study will probably take the, the second year of my PhD completely to do if not a wee bit less than that. So it's going to take some time and I really want to push on with it. But anyway, that was a tangent. I didn't even realise I was going to go on, but here we go. Also, I just posted a YouTube video on Thursday night, which is yesterday for me, but it'll be a couple days for you. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. It was all about a super fun weekend that we had uh, last weekend. And it was crazy. It went completely wrong. Like There's so many things that in it that is just so funny and I had so much fun editing that so go and give that a listen a listen a watch uh, and that would be amazing and give it a like and subscribe as well if you're there anyway today we're going to be talking about something really really different for the podcast but it's something that I've been thinking about for some time not even thinking just seeing a lot of it pop up on social media and I've wondered is that is there any real merit to that or is it just a load of rubbish so We're looking at if smartwatches or our phones or these type of electronics are making us ill. And I don't know, you might have heard about this concept before, maybe on your social media, or this might be completely new to you. I don't know what it is. I just keep seeing like random Instagrams of like people talking on podcasts about EMF radiation and how it's terrible for us. And to me, like when I've been watching them, I'm like, is that true or is it just people trying to make a big deal out of something we have no research to back up? So I did the research for you and also for myself because I wanted to know if these things were actually causing us health problems and if we actually knew anything about it. So really I went from the angle of smartwatches because smartwatches, obviously you wear them 24-7, so obviously smartwatches are things like that aren't... uh, 
they're not kind of you know just the time they also have steps or heart rate or you know you know all you guys all know what I'm talking about but there's definitely a difference between smartwatches and uh, other types of watches so it's kind of more fitness trackers that type of thing that are quite in depth that I was thinking maybe that's kind of weird because the watch that I have is has this like light like on the back end of it it has a light like it's a like green and red light always and I'm like that's a bit that's a bit weird <laughs> I'm also not gonna lie I don't love that um but yeah I did the research so that you didn't have to and so that you know if your phones or your smartwatches are causing or you know if we know if we know that it's actually making us ill or problematic in, in any way and it's really really different this is it is about health isn't it but it's definitely not nutrition or anything related so I had fun researching this uh, so yeah let's go so the main kind of thing that we're worrying about here is EMF radiation and I've not really heard much about this in relation to anything else other than watches or phones or uh, like telephone signals things like that or bluetooth or wi-fi that type of stuff and of course this has kind of developed in the modern world and wasn't really a problem much before that and of course like wi-fi and phones and bluetooth are all quite a new phenomenon which obviously we don't massively know the impacts of yet but of course it has been around for some time so you'd think there would be research done into this and there has but maybe not in relation massively to phones or smartwatches but basically there's emf radiation all around us it's constantly uh in the air where we are there's constantly getting exposed to emf radiation because it's generated by bluetooth um, by antennas on human tissue so it's kind of worse if it's super close to you so like a phone or a smartwatch things like that but they are everywhere and we also have uh, emfs that are generated by the body itself so emfs can be natural through as well as through natural phenomenon like electrical storms as well as solar flares so it's not a completely man-made situation, which makes me feel a lot better. But lower limits are shown to be not harmful, okay? So low limits of EMFs, whether that's from anything, it's not really supposed to do us any damage. But of course, do we know that for sure? Do we have enough research? So obviously, uh, we're also exposed to certain man-made EMFs from electrical grids and, of course, smartphones so those big electrical grids that you see emit quite a lot emf radiation and i think don't quote me on this but there's data that shows people that live near power plants or in massive electrical areas have more uh, illnesses than people that are not living near them so we do i think we uh, are for sure understanding the complications of emf signals and how this implements or impacts our population but at the same time I don't think we know quite the extent of what EMF radiation is doing in a smaller scale to like phones or smartwatches things like that kind of everyday usage but the possible harm with EMF radiation and don't let this scare you because I'm going to go on to kind of talk more about it is changes to calcium channels mitochondrial disruption brain cancer, melatonin production, both up and down, damage to DNA, increased incidence of antibiotic-resistant bacteria, and even some depression. And these are all kind of very small studies that 
are not proven. So I want to tell you right now that research does not support uh, EMF or phones or things like that to cause cancer in that way with phones or smartwatches, things like that. But we do know that EMF radiation can cause problems in our health, such as these things, in large quantities. Okay, so let's get that out there. Phones and uh, watches, things like that, might not necessarily be doing any damage to us at all. We do not have the research to support that. But we do know that the possible harm could be quite severe if have, you know, if you have too much radiation from ENF. But I would like to tell you there is not enough research. I mean, when I was looking this up, you can't even really find any information in articles, Google Scholar, of these types of things with phones or, or uh, you know, smartwatches, stuff like that. There's simply not enough research. We do not know half of the amount of what we should know about this. I don't know if that's comforting or not, but we definitely don't have enough research. So do not think that it's all of a sudden terrible for us. We have no idea. But basically, smartphones emit EMFs 10 times as much as wearables. So that's things like, you know, watches, that type of thing that you wear on you all the time. Uh, But we don't have our phones next to our skin all the time. And that's kind of the argument that when it comes to smartwatches or things like that, we have it on 24-7. It's recommended to have it on 24-7 because it can then gather information about your heart rate, about your sleep, all of that type of thing. And I know I definitely wear my watch a lot of the time, but I definitely don't wear it 24-7 because it, it annoys me, so I end, to take, I end up taking it off. But obviously that is the difference with phones. But at the same time, we probably are going on our phones and have our phones near us a lot more than what we think we do. And I know I definitely do as well. Like my phone's like on the other end of the room just now, but that's because I'm recording a podcast. But usually it's, you know, in my jacket or like on me or, you know, I'm holding it, stuff like that. So, you know, there kind of is that element to it as well. And that's kind of more of a suggestion not necessarily a a concept that we know about but we do know that smartphones are more harmful than than smartwatches so we need to take that into account as well but it's definitely not proven we definitely don't know this but is there anything kind of to combat emf radiation and does it work so the kind of problem that we have is that the phones, smartwatch, things like that, we don't have enough research to know what it's doing or if it's doing anything at all. But there is a very, very thriving area of uh, consumerism around EMF blockaging, so, or EMF blockers, so things like uh, phone cases, laptop cases, small devices, uh, like little circle things that are supposedly supposed to block EMF. Uh, if you keep it on you, things like that. We also have protective clothing and things. So there's a couple different things that you can buy that supposedly blocks EMF radiation or does a lot of the uh, blocking of EMF radiation. But the problem, which is ingenious for the people making these products, is that the consumer has absolutely no idea if it would work. So you could buy kind of EMF blocking cases for your phones or your smartwatch or something like that. And you would have no clue if it made any difference to your health. And that's a pretty good situation because you're only really having these things to make yourself feel better and hope that it's doing something. But we can't have any way of knowing that it's actually doing something. And this is as well, most of the things on the market for the EMF blocking uh, really 
don't have research done on them to work on their efficacy. So, of course, you would think that these types of products had done research into, you know, one person didn't have the blocking, the other person did have the blocking and they did a group and then, you know, see if it was, you know, doing anything. And none of these things seem to have studies to test it. So really, they've just made it up out of thin air and kind of decided, yeah, this works, even though we have absolutely no idea. But we also know that phones operate within safety limits, and this is a legal concept. It's law-abiding. You have to create phones that are uh, within regulation with EMF. So really, if it's the phones are all within normal limits and that those limits have been proven to be safe, then really we shouldn't have much to worry about. But I think that's the point, is that we don't really know even what a little bit of the EMF radiation over a lifetime could do. But in general, the things that you can buy, most likely they do absolutely nothing at all and may even be harmful. Some of the clothing actually have metal woven into the clothes, which, of course, you can imagine how harmful that could be on many different circumstances. Uh, and also the, the, metal, the, the metal within the clothes is supposed to kind of reflect the the EMF. I don't even know how that would work. But they could even be harmful and complete and utter waste of money. And I would recommend that you don't go and buy any kind of EMF blocking things for your devices or anything like that because we have no idea if they work and it's probably just a waste of money when everything is all meant to be operating within legal limits anyway. But if you do come across something that has had studies done on it or, you know, you're really convinced that it might work, you know, if that's something you want to do. Who knows what where it'll go in the future? Maybe they'll start doing studies on it. But what can we actually do to prevent or decrease the amount of EMF radiation we are getting? I think this is important to consider because, of course, like we don't know just because there isn't enough research doesn't mean that it's safe. And it's like I keep saying this with the artificial sweetener argument that there is a little bit of research on artificial sweeteners that they are harmful or might even cause cancer over time. But we don't have enough research and the research that we do have is not substantial enough to make us uh, change that opinion and we don't know really what it's doing. But artificial sweeteners are incredibly artificial. They're just that they've made out of uh, chemicals and they are not a human you know they're not they're not really made for human consumption but we have them anyway just because we don't have enough research to say if they are negative but a tale as old as time is that anything artificial tends to have extreme consequences on our health and that seems to have been the way for a long time so i'm very skeptical skeptical about artificial sweeteners and their uh maybe consequences but we don't know enough about it so there's no point in stopping you know artificial sweetener consumption in a massive way but I I would say be careful of it and it's the same kind of argument with this is that just because we don't have enough research it's also incredibly artificial Uh, to be fair EMFs are also natural so maybe not Uh, but this type of man-made high exposure to EMFs might be causing us harm we might just not know it yet so what can we do to reduce it And this isn't, you know, all consuming tips. It's just maybe some things to think about. So when you're on the phone to someone, use a speaker if you can, instead of holding it up to your ear. Uh, Don't put your phone under your pillow or near your bed when you're sleeping, anywhere near your skin, that type of thing. 
I know some people like have an alarm clock and they put their phone in the other room. I don't do that. I probably should do that. But uh, yeah, I think the main thing is keeping it away from your skin as much as you can. You know, if you're sitting somewhere and your phone's like very, very close to you, just move it away a little bit. You know, that type of thing can make a difference. As, as well as avoiding using your phone when you're in a weak signal. So, I don't know, if you're like me and you go and do the Monroes, there's a lot of different areas up in Scotland where Monroes are that have absolutely no signal at all. And if you use your phone in those areas, basically your phone ramps up the EMF to try and allow it to work. And that exposes you to more EMF radiation over time. And then I think with the watch is, or your smartwatches is to take breaks from your watch so maybe if you like knowing your sleep data you know you don't need to do that maybe just take off throughout the day for a couple hours maybe charging it stuff like that just try and take a little break from your watch but really we don't really know anything about smartwatches or if they're even you know even even if they enter the equation of being a problem because they emit such a low amount of emf radiation but what do you think i wonder what you think about that and if you've considered you know that type of issue with EMFs, with watches or with your phone. I wonder if it's something you've come across online. Uh, I really, it's interesting doing the research and it seems that we just don't have enough research to take action. So maybe adopting those really simple things might do the job and, and help us control our EMF radiation. Uh, so maybe the next time you're on a phone call, think about putting it on speaker and, and not having it up to your ear. But in general, this was a super interesting thing to research. It's very different to what I usually do. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you learned something about EMF radiation because I've learned loads about EMF radiation doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please do share it with anyone you think might enjoy it. Follow along for the journey as well and go over, check out my YouTube videos as well as follow me over on Instagram and do the works. You would make me very, very happy. I hope you love this podcast and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.